Hello, welcome to the Bobcat Roundtable. Coulter Nuana is reporting for 105.7 The Eagle, Montana Superstation in Bozeman and Big Sky. Also, ESPN Missoula and statewide SWX Montana Television. Today's Bobcat Roundtable, joined by Matt Miller. First year, second year offensive coordinator for Montana State. Somewhere in the middle. Matt took over the play calling duties last year with about six games to play. And now in his first full year as the offensive coordinator for the Bobcats. Matt, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. First of all, just talk about this last 18 months. You, you got, kind of got thrown in the fire last year and did a great job calling plays down the stretch as Montana State won four straight games, surged into the playoffs, earned a first-round playoff victory before sort of running into a brick wall against the eventual national champions in North Dakota State. But then a full offseason of preparation, and I know when I talked to you last time, Matt, you said you feel a lot more comfortable and you had a lot more time to kind of get your ducks all in a row What's it been like this last 18 months, and how much more comfortable do you feel now here three games into your second year calling plays? Yeah, I think last year just kind of getting in the throne of the fire, like you said. Um, wasn't much time to think about it. You just had to kind of read and react and um, go with your gut a lot of the times. So and now having a little bit of time to prepare, and um, it's, it's, I feel a lot more comfortable calling plays and having that plan going in week in, week out, and obviously doing what we're trying to get done uh, with what, what our guys do successfully and what they do well. And so that's been the biggest change for me is um, having that off season to figure out what do our guys do really well and let's tailor this offense around that. Um, uh, right now, you know, it's one of the kind of a tale of two, two halves with the offense here at Montana. Say when we're, when we're rolling, we're, we're clicking pretty good, but then we still have some of that disjointment where we got to get that out of our system and play consistently for 60 minutes um, over the course of the game. The last three years, Montana State has been so good at running the football, particularly because of the extra element of the quarterback run game. Chris Murray rushed for more than 2,000 yards in his two years as the starter. And then last year, Troy Anderson sets a Big Sky Conference record for rushing yards in a single season by a quarterback with 1,421, set a school record with 21 touchdowns. Now redshirt freshman Casey Bauman, the starting quarterback for Montana State, and he brings a added element in terms of his ability to throw the football, but not quite the runner of the other two guys, how does the offense change, Matt, when, when you have a guy who isn't necessarily a run-first guy but uh, is a little bit more of a traditional-style quarterback? Yeah, we got to be more conventional with our running game, but uh, we got a great stable of running backs. So I think they're doing a really nice job. And, um, you know, when Isaiah is going, he, he, he's a heck of a back. And uh, Logan Jones, he really picked up the slack last weekend for us and had a breakout game for his senior. Um, but it is a little different because in that plus one run game with the quarterback, you're adding extra hat into the blocking scheme. So you feel a lot better when it comes to that. And that's why we still have that part of our system or we're just getting to it different ways with different guys uh, being that plus one guy. But I still think the guys in the quarterback room here are, are capable runners. Um, they're just not going to be like uh, you know, like a Chris Murray or, or a Troy Anderson. But the added element is they, they, they can throw the ball a little bit. Um, Obviously, we got to clean some stuff up in the pass game, simplifying some reads for those guys, let them go play fast and confident where they know exactly where they need to go with the football and then deliver accurate throws and let some of our playmakers on the perimeter go make plays for us. Montana State Offensive Coordinator Matt Miller joining us on this week's Bobcat Roundtable. Coach, 
when you watch Casey Bauman, he seems like he's getting through his reads pretty good. I know you guys aren't making it too complicated for it, but it seems like he's getting through his progressions pretty good, and he's certainly done a great job of taking care of the football. No interceptions yet so far through three games. He's only taken one sack, so his awareness of things that are going on around him seem to be already at a high level. Seems like the next step for him then is just being able to make those easy throws. Coach Choate talked about it on Monday. You know a lot about just his weight transfer, being a six foot seven guy, and uh, it seems maybe there's even an element of nerves when he has an open guy. Uh, so in your mind, what's the next step for him just throwing the ball, especially when it comes to some of the stuff that are some of the more simple parts of your guys' passing game? Yeah, and I think, like you said, the, the biggest part of our success the last couple of weeks is, is taking care of the football as well as our defense creating turnovers. You know, when a team can do that, it, it makes life a lot easier for the Bobcats. Um, but for Casey to take the next step in terms of throwing the ball effectively and efficiently, um, definitely there's some mechanical things that we got to clean up and uh, sometimes it is nervous, but at this point of the season, now he's got three games underneath his belt. Those nerves will start settling down more and more and the more game reps he gets. Um, and you can see it when, he, when he's confident and he's calm, um, his mechanics are good. When, when he's a little more uh, not settled into the pocket, um, his mechanics kind of go out the window. His feet are really loud in the pocket, and that causes some inaccuracies with his throws. Um, so that's something we're working on constantly every single day is, hey, settle your mind down because it's going to settle your body down to be able to go deliver accurate throws. And just go play pitch and catch like you've done your entire life because um, a lot of those throws, they're not super difficult to make in terms of what we're asking to do. But also at the same time, you got to think about um, it's a whole different world for, for a young quarterback um, you know, playing in college football compared to high school football. When live bulls are flying, it happens a little faster than at practice and even some of the stuff we do at practice try to simulate that game type of speed. What do you think of the execution of the rest of the offense? It seems like the things that are going on elsewhere besides the quarterback position are, are, are pretty fluid right now. Yeah, no, I'm really pleased. I mean, we're doing a lot of stuff, and um, it, it's challenging for us every week to prepare and make sure we're getting our playmakers the touches. But at the same token, we know that's tough for defensive coordinators to try to game plan around us and try to stop all those weapons. And so we got to continue to improve on that. Um, the thing I mentioned earlier is this having these lulls where we, we, you know, we have a six, seven play drive for a touchdown and the next drive is a three and out. Um, and a lot of it's just self-inflicted wounds, whether it's a, a pre-snap penalty, a post-snap penalty. Um, you know, offensive football is a little different than defensive football where you have to have all 11 guys on the same page doing their job where the play can be a bust. Uh, and right now I think we are having a little bit of inconsistencies with all 11 guys on the same, at the same time doing what they're supposed to be doing. And so those are just the details we hone in every single day on. And um, when we do that, we're a pretty dangerous outfit. And I always tell our guys, it doesn't take an extra spectacular effort. All it takes is you doing your job, doing your 111th, and win your one-on-one battle consistently for 60 minutes. Matt Miller, offensive coordinator for Montana State, joining us on this week's Bobcat Roundtable. Matt, you played at Boise State, and Boise State was known for the diver- diversity and creativity of their offenses all those years under, under Chris Peterson, and, uh, and it's continued to evolve how much of that has influenced you and your point, Cog? Because like you said, you guys are doing a lot of stuff. It seems like there is an element of influence from uh, your past as a player. Yeah, that's, that's part of my DNA. When I, I grew up and learned a lot of football in my time in Boise, and uh, obviously learned a lot of ball from really good football coaches. And so we have, we have a lot of those elements within our offense. Some are a little bit different. Um, stuff we've taken from other places or from other guys on our, our staff here um, that have been really good for us. And we got to continue to build on those packages and and have those plays off of plays that guys just can't hone in on one thing. We're in a certain formation or a certain personnel group, and that's where it gets fun for us as a staff is being creative and creating ways to create matches for our guys to go be successful as well as have some fun doing it because it can get really boring just running 
you know, uh, power or inside zone over and over and over again. But when we throw some of these shifts and motions on there or funky formation, uh, our guys have fun. They buy into it a little bit more. And then it takes the mundaneness out of every single day of practice where those guys are creating that energy. And uh, it's a lot of fun going out there with those guys. One of the storylines in the NFL right now, the Dallas Cowboys off to a 2-0 start. They've scored 35 and 31 points respectively. The offense looks great. Dak Prescott throws four touchdowns in the first game of the year against the New York Giants. And I know you have some ties with the Dallas Cowboys, Matt, because Kellen Moore, former Boise State quarterback, is now the offensive coordinator yeah, with the Cowboys. I know you spent some time with him in the offseason. What was that experience like uh, learning and uh, learning together, probably, since you guys are sort of peers? And what sort of things did you take from your time when you were with Kellen down in Dallas? Yeah, a lot of our conversations when we were down there was more just organizational stuff of uh, how he handled his business, coordinating the offense, um, and then how, we're, how their game planning, how they lay out their practice structure, um, some of the scheme stuff, some of the scheme uh, that they're doing. You know, there's a reason it's the NFL. Um, there's a lot of guys, a lot of things they can do that we're not really um, able to do with is the time limits and uh, the type of players they have. But um, it was good just getting down there and, and hanging out with Callen a little bit and spitting some ideas off each other, um, whether it's actual uh, a play or a different shift or motion or just how you handle your day-to-day life as a coordinator and making sure everybody and the rest of your staff is prepared for the go- to go out and um, you know execute that game plan. And obviously, he's a guy we can have in each other's corner. We've been texting back and forth, and uh, it's no surprise he's doing well down there, and they're scoring points and lighting the NFL up because he's such a bright guy, and uh, he's always a step ahead, it seems like. And that's, that's, that's the biggest thing I took away is how much ahead he was of everybody else down there. And if you can be ahead as a coordinator, you have the answer before the problem even becomes a problem. And you can do that. You can be really effective because you already have that answer in your head. The Bobcat Roundtable with offensive coordinator Matt Miller. Bobcats host Norfolk State final non-conference game before Big Sky play gets underway Saturday afternoon, Bobcat Stadium. Coach, what do you think of just having this fourth non-conference game? Because I know you were used to playing 12 games in the FBS and having the four non-conference games most years, but now uh, it's only every five years the FCS gets to play the 12, non- or the 12 games in the fourth non-conference game. What do you think of just the prospect of having one more contest before Big Sky play starts? Yeah, like you said, this is actually the first year I feel normal, you know, right. in terms of the, the, the twelve game season. And so, the last couple of years is it's been kind of to me like the uh, the non conference stuff has happened so fast. It's like, oh, we got three games non conference and we're in the league play already. Um, this year actually seems like okay, this is what I'm used to, uh, what I've been accustomed to in terms of having those four non conference games. And so, it's been good to be able to to kind of have those before we really got to go play for big-time money in those, in those conference games um, after Norfolk State. Uh, so it's, it's been really good, really productive. I think we're really smart with how we're practicing our guys, and um, we got to be cautious of how many reps those guys are taking in practice so they're fresh on Saturday, not just mentally but physically as well. Montana State, Norfolk State, 1 p.m. kickoff from Bobcat Stadium. It is the Bobcat Roundtable with offensive coordinator Matt Miller. Matt, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys.